this. Is there any plans to make this playable on PC, or is this strictly mobile forever? Uh, are there any? Uh, yeah, th this the current plan is to be on mobile, both uh, Android and iOS. Uh, we don't have any plans at the moment to do uh, PC. Do you guys not have phones? Yeah, you guys that, all have phones. Right? Done. Hello, and you're listening to Damn Fancy Dinosaurs, the shit-talking podcast for movies, TV shows, and pop culture. I'm one of your hosts, Kyle. And I'm one of your other hosts, Nick. And while Nerdy Nick's on holiday, we have our third guest host, Carbon Water. You betcha. That's me. Nick's on holiday. Nerdy Nick. Yeah, he's in Japan. I thought he was mm. dead. No. Not everyone dies if you don't see them for a while. Isn't that I mean, the I'm, rule of thumb? When somebody disappears, they just die and then they come back? Yeah, yeah. that's what I believe. Same for a dead guy. He's posting a lot on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Ghost, ghost it's ghosting time. from beyond the grave. Oh, oh that's right. It's, it's not October anymore. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Nathan's um, weekend at burnings, Nick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's kind of weird. And no one in Japan notices. No. They just think it's like weird Australian custom. Yeah, to prop up your dead friend. <laughs> and when he gets like, off oh. the plane, when he arrives at Japan, he's like, oh, don't wake my friend. He's dead tired. <laughs> <laughs> it's like they treat their dead really well. This Australian custom of taking your dead friend on a holiday is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, so, yeah. Spooktober's over. So now Dem Fancy's moving back into our reg regular schedule which is, you know, gaming, TV, movies, news. And today, what are we talking about, Mr. Kyle? Uh, we're talking gaming news, specifically businesses and the shady business practices that go along with these businesses. Yes, these totally unarchaic businesses that still use those shitty business practices. Um, basically, what do you mean everyone... still use them. The, their new business practices actually new shady just, business practices. It's just updated. It's just in the digital world. It's just the same thing. That's not on paper anymore. Yeah, pretty much. So basically, every other gaming podcast out there is doing a BlizzCon wrap up. Yeah. Um, we thought we'd go in the opposite direction and basically talk about Blizzard and other companies like EA and basically end this with this is the last time we're going to be mentioning Blizzard. We're done, and we're done, and we encourage everyone else. Blizzard's a bad company. Stop giving them your money. Let's be honest here, right? Blizzard yes. used to be pretty good, but I think the merger with Activision brought in a lot of people onto Blizzard. So, well, it's Activision Blizzard now, which is the parent company, I believe, and there's just a lot more investors now, so a lot... A lot of people have too many hands in the, the kitchen. <laughs> too, yeah, too and they got to appease every single fucking one. Yeah. So, so I guess maybe, mean. So Activision and Blizzard's a majority are you thinking a majority of their investors are from China, obviously. Maybe, maybe not. I just think they're just trying to please everybody. Yeah. 
That's true. Mm. Well, they're not pleasing yeah. some people. Like, um, yeah. Well, l- let's start off where I think they started going down. They Last promised year. with Diablo 3, they promised a lot, right? Yes. that They promised a hell of a lot with that game. I do not think they delivered on that game. I thought it was a good game to play, but the thing about the online trading and whatnot, they were advertising to be something new and something amazing. It wasn't like that at all. It was fucking garbage. And they had to update it so many times, and it just it wasn't fun, the online portion of Diablo 3. Um, so that was crap. Uh, well, in the end, they ended up retconning that whole real-world money auction house, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah, they did. Um, I don't like how they split... Um, was it StarCraft 3 into episodic games? StarCraft 2, you mean? Yeah, StarCraft 2. I was going to say, StarCraft 3? When did they oh, make yeah. that? Sorry, 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 sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It was a bunch of different different versions of the game. Basically, you had the Terran, you had the Zerg, and you had the humans all in different games, essentially. Mm. Which, you know, like... Which uh, I, I don't know if that's... Really weird. Yeah, you're basically paying for three different games to get one storyline. Well, they kind of did that with StarCraft 1, didn't they? With, um, with Brood War, then the second expansion. I forget what it was called. But I guess, at least in that one, you got to play as, like, all three races... For every single uh, every single campaign, yeah. But I'm not sure how it was in StarCraft Two. I mean, I've never played StarCraft Two. Actually, the only like Blizzard game I've actually given a shit about is like StarCraft One, and yeah. the rest is like eh. So you would never. Everyone's, like, everyone's always like, "Oh, Diablo Two is so great," and I played. It. I'm like, "Nah." Yeah. <laughs> See, I really loved the first Diablo. Like, honestly, like that game still resonates with me well. First Diablo and Hellfire. Like, I yeah. can play that over and over again. I remember one day, one weekend, uh, like, I couldn't call you or something. This is the off chance that this was, like, the opposite of our relationship. And then next time I saw you, you're like, oh, man, I was playing Diablo 1 all weekend. <laughs> you didn't get any sleep. <laughs> no, nah, I finished it because, yeah, it's just fun. Do you remember that? <laughs> I do. I do. And I was like, I'll call it back. And I never did. And I'm like, well, and you're like, is this how it feels? I thought you were dead. <laughs> But yeah, so Blizzard basically, um, yeah, you're right. Diablo 3, they did not deliver on a lot of promises. And then last year, especially at BlizzCon, they came out and oh. basically shit all over their audience. Yeah. Um, and even the people who <laughs> ask genuine questions, like the guys like, is this an out-of-season April Fool's joke? Um, <laughs> I remember or other, that. Well, the other guy who's like, is this ever coming to PC or is it strictly mobile? And basically, like, oh, don't you guys have phones? You know, you're always using phones. It's like, yeah, but I don't want to fucking play Diablo game on it. Yeah, exactly. Who the who the fuck wants to play something on their phone versus a PC? Yeah, and so that got them a lot of hate. And last year alone, they laid off 800 employees because of their shares dropping. Mm. Really? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, they've been yeah they've been making a lot of cutbacks because they've been making some poor business decisions. So it looks like the World of Warcraft isn't. That's why uh, they released World of Warcraft Classic because they wanted to try and get some of their old player base back. Mm. Uh, yeah, it seems to have been doing that as of recent, especially with like that and uh, Overwatch Two 
and Diablo 4. It's like, oh, come back, guys. It's the game that you know and love, but it's uh, it's new. It's new and shiny. Yeah. You guys like this new and shiny, that's right. Yo, I think back. I think that's yeah. what they that's what they did with it. They wanted really to get people back Wait, in. So didn't they, they try to sue somebody for keeping up a server of uh, World of Warcraft, the vanilla? Um, I don't know. Probably, I don't remember that. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, so they released World of Warcraft Classic. Uh, so BlizzCon basically had Diablo Four. It had uh, Diablo Immortal. It's still not out yet. So they promised <laughs> a mobile not out game. Yet. <laughs> yeah, and now I'm wondering what the fuck is going to come out first, Immortal or Diablo 4? Don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if they came out pretty much the same time. I so, wouldn't yeah. be surprised if they don't come out for the next seven years. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, we also have yeah, Overwatch 2. Uh, what else was it? It was the new World of Warcraft expansion, which people are questioning some of the choices they've made with it. Uh, new races, new all this other jazz. So yeah, basically, what, what are Warcraft fans are buying anyway? They've been into this yeah. invested for how many years? Over ten years by now. So yeah, it's just it just keeps on going on and on and on, and they're never going to change their format. They're just going to keep no. on releasing different stuff. Yeah, but yeah, so Blizzard kind of let us down in 2018, and then just before BlizzCon itself, we had that massive controversy. Um, mm. Do you are you able to explain that, Kyle? Blizzard banning a player for getting a little political in their fucking private time. Yes. Was it in their private time? Yeah, yeah it was on Twitter. Bad. Yeah. And Blizzard's just like, nope. So they weren't doing it as a Blizz player or something. They were just doing it as a person, private citizen. They weren't just at a fucking Blizzard goddamn esports event going, yeah, fuck you, China, fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm pretty sure the guy got banned over a tweet. Yeah, uh, basically had 10K of his prize money revoked from, he was a Hearthstone player or Hearthstone or however you guys want to say it. And yeah, he, him and two other guys, two Taiwanese players also um, kind of got in trouble for, backing the hong kong protests yeah which you know basically you know the protests are basically what tiananmen square was just a bunch of people who want democracy yep and so in this sense blizzard backed communism correct yep so by bowing to china they backed the communist party of china and said that what they're doing in hong kong is fine Hmm. so basically um absolutely bullshit um, I'm pretty sure cheaters have gotten lesser bans for cheating oh, yeah. at fucking events. Yeah, way less. Yeah, no. What's that? Way less. Yeah, yeah. Um, because um, he got a tw- he he got a twelve month ban, and then um they decided to hold on to his uh winnings as well, didn't they? Yeah. Well, he, he, well since just- then they've they've given back his prize money, but reduced the ban to six months. The problem there is he's still banned for six months. Yeah, exactly. He can't make a living for six months. Yeah, yeah. So Blizzard have really taken away his his his, his means and his livelihood. I guess. I mean, he might have to go back to whatever he used to do. Um, I don't know what that yeah, was. Well, do you know what that guy should fucking do? He should um, he should become really politically active, right? And then start playing again afterwards. See if fucking Blizzard decide to bring Bad Hammer again. Yeah. Mm. Well, yeah. Well, now he's 
he's banned for six months. He's, he doesn't have to follow any of their friggin' yeah. Uh, terms uh, if I was that guy, I would become really politically active online and just be like, <laughs> "Fuck China, go yeah. Hong Kong." <laughs> just, just stream on Twitch every day and just shit all over them the whole entire time. Yep. And then go back on to uh, the and still play fucking Hearthstone and stuff. Just Twitch it and shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And well, then yeah, as soon as the six month ban is uh, over, go back to online uh, tournaments and shit and start eating crap, beating people and whatnot and see <laughs> and still be politically active. Yeah. Cause um, yep. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why Blizzard went this route. I think, I don't know. Most likely it was to appease China. I don't, I don't know it why. It was to appease China. They and did money. the same thing that the NBA did. And then they backflipped it. They're just like, oh shit, we're alienating our base fans. We're going to lose a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Which they Basically, already have because yeah. I'm never playing a Blizzard game again. Yeah, no, <laughs> I'm done with Blizzard. I'm washing my hands with him. Well, they're talking, they doing shit like this, right? I don't like that reasoning. Oh, we don't want our players to be politically active in whatever, right? Our esports players. That is being political. Do they not understand that? That is being political. They they pick the side. Not to mention, like, they, they play politics when it suits them. Yeah. I mean, their Overwatch league has a uh, a complete LGBT league. I'm pretty sure Overwatch is just an LGBTQI plus whatever alpha. I I wouldn't be surprised if they brought out Overwatch Alphabet Edition. All right. <laughs> well, they just revealed that the Soldier Seven player is uh, character is gay. Yeah. You know, so yeah, they did that with Tracer as well. And it's like whenever they do like a a new law thing, it's like, oh, who's gonna be gay next? Oh, yeah. It's like who cares? Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. I I'm I don't think I've ever cared about a game character's sexuality. Yeah, like it it doesn't fucking matter to me. No, and in all honesty, I I don't believe it would matter to like a homosexual or a LGBT person either. Like, exactly. it's like they play that's, a game. That's and... why shipping exists. Like, put whatever character with whatever character you want. You don't have to have, wait for the go-ahead. It's like, oh, now's my chance. They're yeah. gay. I can make them gay. Well, exactly. <laughs> Basically, when I play a game, I'm playing that character. So my character resonates yeah. with who I am. Exactly. So I thought people yep, could do that. Definitely. We don't have to label the characters in order to yeah. do that. We're just yeah. putting labels to things that don't need labels. It takes the immersion out of a game. Yeah. And then you just... If you want to go down that choice of like having sex with whoever you want, just play like, just do what, you know, Bioware did with Mass Effect and make it so you can have sex with anybody, be it man or woman. (laughs) And then nobody cares about it. If you can't, just PC mod that shit. Change the character models. (laughs) (laughs) Or or you could be an asexual cuck and just not have sex. Yeah. Yes. Not by choice. That, that's literally a choice you can make within Mass Effect. But... <laughs> <That's> just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so basically, yeah, that's, that's, that's the whole China thing. Recently, yeah, they've uh, reduced the ban to six months. They've given his prize money back, but the damage is already done, in my opinion. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I believe they uh, apologized as well as bl- at, uh, at BlizzClone, but... Um... Yeah, the damage is already done. No apology. You can take it back, guys. Sorry. Yeah. You know, and React to be honest. Too fast. What the yeah. fuck? 
Yeah, they folded like, well, they didn't even fold. Like, the point is still there. He's still banned. Like, that's not an apology. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In the face, <laughs> you're not saying sorry. It's like stealing $100 off someone and saying, oh, that was my bad. And you give them $50 back. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, oh, I didn't realize stealing this money would make you mad. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry. He's half of your money back. <laughs> <laughs> like, fucking, yeah. So basically, that's, that's, that's Blizzard done for us at them fancy dinosaurs we don't support blizzard uh we don't support what they do we don't support their business tactics yeah no and like yeah i never did anyway so i'm just gonna continue to do that (laughs) (laughs) good man well i i used to i i i I did i I got diablo 3 it was amazing i've always said world warcraft i i love the original uh like warcraft games like um Warcraft, Warcraft um, 2, Warcraft 3, Throws and Throw. I love those games. I've always been on the hope. I've always had hopes that Blizzard will re, uh, re, uh, do a Warcraft 4 story, hopefully, one day, <laughs> maybe. I doubt it, man. RTS is pretty pretty, pretty dead these days. Yeah, is WoW's it? making too much money. Yeah. If anything, they'll revamp it, then they'll make it a, a MOBA. Yeah. No, yeah, it'll be a mobile game. <laughs> I hope not. Like I, I, well, I don't care now, but I used to be all up in that. I'd be like, I really want them to make an RTS um Warcraft four. And it's not that I like the multiplayer or anything, but I really love the story of his Artorius or whatever and the Lich and whatnot. And it was just it, it was an amazing game. Yeah, but didn't they like, do that for World of Warcraft? They took some of the bosses and they made yeah, them. Yeah, but like, that's World of Warcraft. I don't want to play World of Warcraft. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the game takes way too fucking long. Like, yeah. uh, 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 <laughs> one of the things that I've been hearing about Outer Worlds, right? People have been complaining that it's too short. I'm like, no, it's not. It's perfect size. <laughs> Fallout <laughs> Three and Fallout New Vegas and Fallout Four, they're too big. <laughs> Stop it, please. Yeah, Red Dead Redemption is too big. <laughs> yes, it's too big. What do you mean? It's only uh, it's only forty hours. Yeah, you can easily. It's more than that. Like <laughs> when I play, play games, I like to try to do every single side quest. It's just the kind of guy that I am. I I, I like to try to get every little piece of a story. Yeah. And if a game is too fucking big, I can't get into it anymore because I'm going to be spending 90, 100 hours in trying to do all these fucking side missions. Oh, and most I of the side missions apples. are just like, yeah. <laughs> Did you my just say chickens are gone. Apples? Yeah, I lost all my apples. Can you help me find them? It's like, no. Fuck off. Find them. <laughs> it's like, why do you lose apples? Why do you need them? My chickens <laughs> ran away from their coops. It's like, cool, all right? This doesn't affect me in any way, shape, or form. Let me get on with my game. <laughs> I, uh, but then to build reputation with that fucking settlement, you have to do that shit. Uh, in Fallout 4 and 3. In, and New yeah, Vegas. in any of those games, you, you, to build reputation to get better so you can get the better fucking story quest and shit afterwards. So you can go into that one fucking quest line where it takes you into the heart of some kind of dungeon that's in Mount Doom that gets you that secret awesome weapon after you fucking help that guy find his chickens. (laughs) (laughs) Just... (laughs) Uh, People need to calm down, okay? I really Mm. like the size of Outer Worlds. 
it's fantastic. Yeah, basically. Okay, <laughs> let's let's go to that for a bit. So you've been playing out of worlds. So let's get away from yes. Blizzard for a second. So how is it? How's the gameplay? How's the oh, story? How's it's the beautiful? Oh, just this. These guys who made this game, okay, the original creators of the Fallout franchise, um, are just they know how to do dialogue, they know how to do stories. It's just beautiful. The one thing, okay, about me, I don't like using, say, uh, take Fallout 3 and Fallout New Vegas and say Fallout 4, okay. Um, all those games are really similar, right? Mm. One of the things along them that are really good are the, are the way the weapons feel. Okay. You got your energy weapons, you got your plasma weapons, you've got your, um, analog kind of weapons. Okay. The levy action kind of stuff. I love the feel of that levy action kind of guns that they have completely different feel in the game. Right. Yes. And I don't like, I never liked using energy weapons. I like, yeah, just the bolt action levies, analog kind of guns. Okay. But in Fallout, um, not Fallout. Uh, so wait, with the Fallout games, that's why New Vegas was probably my favorite out of those mm. three because the way the weapons felt and the old Western kind of style of the story. Then Fallout um, 3 was way better than Fallout 4. Fallout 4 can suck a dick. That game was absolute <laughs> rubbish, I reckon. Um, <laughs> well, for an instance, right, this was back before I had a job and started doing stuff. I put, I think it was 700 hours into Fallout 3. Love the shit out of that game. And I put something like nearly a thousand hours into new Vegas. And then in fallout through a four, I put something like 10 hours. And then I was like, Oh, this game's terrible. I don't want to play anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, at least, but that's the thing you could, you could tell right away that you didn't like it and that they did something differently. And that's the thing. That's the, the great thing about being a gamer is you can pick up a game. That's like a sequel and you can be like, well, this has nothing of what I liked about these other games. Yes. Why did they do this? Yep. And you as mm-hmm. a consumer, that's that's okay. You're allowed to do that. And yeah, everyone can be exactly. like, oh, but you didn't you just didn't understand it. It's like, no, 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 I just didn't like it. You can shut your pie hole. Yeah. The story's too deep, bro. You just didn't understand. Yeah, yeah. It went over oh well, um, did you guys know that the creators of uh, Outer World the the heads of Obsidian, the creators of Outer Worlds and the original Fallout uh, games, um, they came out in an interview and they said they don't like how they have taken the high horse throughout this entire thing. They're actually awesome guys. Yeah. They said they don't like how people are using Outer Worlds to shit on Fallout 76 because that's what people are. They're just like, yeah. look, Bethesda, this is how you make one of these games. Go suck your own dick. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the, the heads of Bethesda, uh, the heads of, um, obsidian are like we don't like people doing that because we don't like how people are associating our game with beating another game down yeah, we no, want people fair. to play our game for our game on its own merit yeah, exactly yeah. Can, like playing it for its own thing not comparing yeah. it to that serious even though it is extremely similar but yes you know. but on talking about that topic with the fallout 
topic, let's talk a little about 76. <laughs> oh, yes. 76. Oh, boy. <laughs> 76 reasons uh, have why you played it, Dylan? Uh, I haven't, but uh, I've seen a video on uh, YouTube by Internet Historian. It pretty much covers the uh, the initial release of, uh, of Fallout 76. And, oh, my God, it just, like, as the video goes along, it's, like, it keeps on getting worse and worse. And it's like, how did they? How did they fuck up this hard? My God! <laughs> oh, and they keep fucking up. Yeah, especially recently with like their um their new pass that they're doing. I think they're doing a way that a lot of games are doing nowadays, where they charge you monthly to like do some stuff. What were you saying? What were you telling me about it? Oh yeah. It's so like- um, basically, um, if I can get this right, they are charging you twelve dollars ninety nine a month or $100 a year, so you can have private rooms to play with friends. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> so, so, let, let me get this straight. They're charging you to have a private fucking server. They're charging you to play games with your friends, even though you'd pay already for your fucking internet connection, and you pay again for your fucking Xbox Live or your yeah. fucking PlayStation Network. Yeah. <laughs> and, you're, and you already paid for the game. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. Um, yeah, so uh, <laughs> did you hear what uh, happened to Bethesda here in Australia? No. Uh, so Bethesda have been really adamant that they're like, oh, sorry, guys, no refunds. And the Australian mm. courts here are just like, no, you guys fucked up. You promised a product that isn't delivery. You need to refund all of your customers in Australia. Anyone <laughs> who bought the game that wants a full refund gets it. Or uh. else you're fucked. <laughs> Good. The Australian court system actually comes through once for gamers. Yeah, it did. <clears throat> uh, that's, that's the ACCC for you. The ACCC are all over the online world at the moment, and I love it. Yep. Hmm. They're trading like that, it like they would any other business. Well, it, it should be. You're you're getting a product, and if that product doesn't fucking live up to what they said it was going to be, you are yeah, exactly. entitled here in Australia at least to a full fucking refund. You watch that initial, uh, the initial uh, trailer that they did at E3. All the things that Todd Howe was talking about. It's like, oh, you can do this. Oh, the game world's going to be huge. You can you can do all this shit. You compared to like how it was on launch. Yeah, that's that's not what he said. <laughs> yeah, well, like let's let's look at another game that came out at launch. Like basically, let's look at Sea of Thieves, right? Sea of Thieves had a trailer at E three, and they're like, look at all this shit you can do. Basically, when it came out at launch, it was bare bones, right? Yep, it was yep. bare bones. Nothing was going on. You know, everyone was a bit whingy. You know, but then the great thing about Sea of Thieves is every single time they update it, it's not DLC. It's not. Um, expansions it's just updates they're just adding things to the game and it's always free mm. so yes. yeah free updates i think it was like the rockstar with grand theft auto they showed everyone how to do it it's like oh by the way you just get all the shit for free you yeah. know you, you can pay for like in-game currency but you don't have to yeah, yeah. That, that's, that's the um it's like uh with the witcher as well yeah the Witcher uh, 3, the guys who are making the cyberpunk thing, they're just like, yeah, guys, you pay for a product, we're going to continuously update it and give you free DLC and shit. 
And the mm. the best part about that is you you can have a game like let's say uh, going back to Sea of Thieves or even Cyberpunk, right? You have a game that's completely different to when it comes out as launch. It is basically a new game. Yeah. Mm. Like people will always come back and buy it. Like someone new will buy it, and like someone will get past the age of sixteen by the time that happens. They're like, I want to play this game, and what they will play will be completely different to what someone played. 10 years ago. I mean, Cyberpunk's never coming out. So basically, by the time they've done that, it would have been updated a thousand times anyway. So, um, yeah, and that's that's probably a really good thing that some companies do is they're just up- continuously updating and working on their game. And much Yeah, I'm like, definitely hoping that the way that they're going about that, that season passes will become a thing of the past because a lot of them you end up buying and a lot of it you end up just being disappointed at the end, to be yeah. honest. Well, okay, let's um, let's duck into the promo zone. When we get back, we're going to talk sorry, about... Sorry. I just want to talk about one more thing before we go there. <laughs> so I'm just reading up about... Uh, I was just reading what you actually get for this subscription thing, okay? So you fuck. get private you get server, right? You can play on with your friends. Um, you get a placeable fast travel point. So basically, when you're traveling through the game, you can just put down a fucking tent and then fast travel from that to somewhere else. I didn't even know that was a thing. I just remember you could fast travel from anywhere in the game mm. in Fallout 4 and New Vegas, Fallout 3 and New Vegas. We've, so. we've intentionally taken away fast travel, so you have to buy this. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like it. Uh, you get a, a, a members-only armor outfit and pack of exclusive emojis and icons, emotes and That's icons. Cool. Mm. I, love, I love when you play a game and you see the person wearing that thing, and you're like, you're the fucking wanker that paid for this shit. <laughs> exactly. Like, and he's wearing yeah. it proudly. It's like, dude, you got fleeced. They did a number on yeah. you, and you paid for it. <clears throat> you're an idiot. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and then get this, Dylan. You played Fallout 4, yeah? Or you played some Yeah, I played games. it. Yep. All right. You'll find this uh, mildly amusing as well. You also get an unlimited uh, capacity scrap box. Mm-hmm. for your crafting stuff. So basically, I remember in Fallout 4 and Fallout New Vegas and Fallout 3, you could put any amount of any fucking garbage into any fucking box as you wanted. Yeah, I you thought they were always unlimited. Size. Yeah. Turns out they're not unlimited in Fallout 76. <laughs> oh. Now you have to pay for an unlimited one. <laughs> <laughs> See, Jeez. now that's that's misrepresentation of a product anyway. Basically, I, I believe that a lot of the ACCC reasonings in that would have been because they would have had to change certain aspects of the game to make it lesser than previous games in order to get them to pay for that. Yeah, so exactly. Like, if you could hoard items, you could just grind shit forever. You wouldn't have to pay. Yeah. Yeah. But not just that, like, because if you had access to that, like in Fallout 4, Fallout 3, Fallout New Vegas, and you don't have access to that in 76, they've taken something away from the game that is quite integral. Yep. And mm. basically, that's uh, ACCC regulation said, nah, fuck you. That's done. You got, you're under the pump, bro. Go away, Bethesda. <laughs> you're drunk. I wonder how many people actually got a refund with Fallout, um, Fallout 76. I don't know. I doubt mm. they. I doubt you'd be able to find anywhere that has the numbers on that because Bethesda would keep it fucking secret. Mm. Like because I wouldn't. That- I would not be surprised that basically everybody who bought it in Australia decided to get a free uh, a refund. And do you know what else is 
weird about this. Nobody really knows about this full refund here in Australia. Oh, really? Well, did you guys know about it? No. Uh, yeah, I know you can. Like, you can get... It depends, like, what where you buy it, though. Like, you usually can get no, a full No, it, it doesn't refund. matter. They, they, they have told Bethesda if, if people have requested a full refund for this game, be it digital or not, Bethesda have to give them a full refund. All right. They're a loud one. Yeah, basically, mm, yeah. basically, it's 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 akin to a class action where one person says something and complains, and basically, it it has to be the same for everyone. Yeah, yeah. So because but the they created this product, they released it under false pretenses, uh, under false advertisement, and that's what's really fucked them here in <clears> Australia, <throat> at least. Anyway, my God, yeah, go home, Bethesda. You're drunk. <laughs> go home. I'll tell you who isn't drunk, though. The Promo Zone. <laughs> the Promo Zone. Promo, we'll the promo zone. zone. When we get back, we'll start talking. We'll talk a bit about these subscription models that companies have gotten into. Bethesda. That really starting to screw us over in, in life. Yeah. All right. We'll be right back. Wonder Soul. Wonder Soul. Wonder Soul. Hey, I'm Lucas, the host of Wonder Soul, a weekly podcast series featuring a variety of topics dealing with life's many passions and experiences. Join me and friends each week as I discuss topics ranging from pop culture to real life conversations that all can find relatable. New episodes bring new guests and new topics and release every Friday. More content can be found on Wonder Soul's YouTube and Twitch channels. Stay up to date and connect with Wonder Soul through social media by following us on Twitter and Instagram. And we hope that you enjoy Wonder Soul wherever you listen to podcasts. So do good and take care. Hey, this is Liz. Hey, this is Heather, and we are Nerdy Bitches Podcast, a show where two geeky ladies podcast their way through pop culture. From movies and TV to our regular book club and everything in between, we bring you our favorite fandoms with a feminine eye. We are talking Star Wars, Star Trek, DC Marvel, comic books, and anime. And don't forget sci-fi, fantasy, action movies, video games, D&D, board games, and so much more. Be sure to check us out on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean, or wherever you find awesome podcasts. You can also find us hanging out on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, and at nerdybitches.com. See you soon. Hey, everybody, this is Sedge. And this is King Kegel, aka Lightsaber Ninja. And we're two of the three hosts of Gaming Casual, a gaming podcast where three idiots discuss games in the gaming industry casually. Sometimes we get along, sometimes we disagree, and sometimes we go on 45-minute rants about consoles that haven't released yet. Hey, 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 I'm innocent here. Bullshit. Check us out on Podbean, Google Play, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. New episodes release every Thursday. And not for nothing, but every single person that listens to our podcast happens to be a genius. And attractive. And we're back, everyone. Uh, hope you enjoyed the break. Uh, don't forget to listen to those podcasts. They're informative, funny, yeah. fun. And just don't say you're going to do it, then don't do it. Yeah. I bet you do it. Yeah, Andrew. Yeah, Andrew. You jerkus malerkus. I bet you you <laughs> fucking buy the, the battle pass for Fallout yeah, 76. I bet you're a battle pass elitist. Yeah. yeah. They probably fucking bloody pay for a lot of the loot shit and goddamn Battlefront and whatnot as well. 
Yeah, enjoy your <laughs> private server without any of your friends because you don't have any fucking world. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, so basically, uh, because of the Battle Pass, I guess we should talk about all these subscription services that companies are embracing. So it sort of started with Netflix. Uh, even before that, it would have been... Um, no, Netflix really kind of started this whole realising that people will pay for content like in a monthly basis. Right? I'm trying yeah. to think about what, though. The pay-to-win model has been around... No, not the pay-to-win model. I'm talking about subscription services. Yeah, not it's, not, it's not really pay-to-win. It's pay, you know, this much amount a month and you get these free in-game items. Well, I guess free because you pay for them, quote-unquote. But they don't actually, like, do anything. They're, like, purely aesthetic. Yeah. So well, it's like, oh, pay and get this, you know, this skin for your character and pay to get well, this gun wrap. Yeah, yeah. The, oh, I guess that's a new thing. I, I guess I was talking about, like, loot boxes and whatnot. Yeah, is- no, it's definitely, uh, I think oh, they're yeah. definitely winding down the whole loot box thing because they're finding this. People are way more willing to actually um, pay for this because the way that that works, like there's two tiers. Um, there's the free tier and then there's the pay tier and you can like literally see what you get in each tier. So it's like, oh, yeah, you know, I keep on grinding on the free tier and I'll get these items. But I yeah. pay and I get all these other items. So... It's not being yep. like, oh, I can pay for this loot box and I'll randomly, hopefully, get a good item. Yeah, that's this what Battlefront did. Yeah, this one you can this one you can see what you actually get in events. Yeah. I think I think you know, like, because recently, what uh, you were telling me today, Kyle, about EA and the Fallen Order, like they came out and they're like, oh, by the way, guys, we're not doing loot boxes, and then they kind of sat back for a second and waited for everyone to praise them. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, I'm not praising you for being a good guy. Like, I'm not praising you for doing the right thing, and well, like. Yeah, you've got to I'm just thinking in this, um, I think they're getting rid of loot boxes mainly because a lot of places in America are starting to consider it gambling and banning them anyway. Yeah. So they're getting behind it before it happens and trying to suss out something new like this whole subscription model thing. Yeah. Mm. This will be the next thing to overtake that. Yeah, well, yeah, definitely, um, and it's definitely becoming very popular very quickly. A lot of do you guys games remember what EA actually did to respawn entertainment? No, they're the guys they're... who um who are behind, they're the developers developing the new Star Wars game, and they're the ones who actually I think developed Titanfall, I believe. Yep, yeah, yeah Titanfall, yeah. yeah, Titanfall, and Titanfall two. Mm, underrated. Do you know what game. EA did them? What? what? So they were a third party developer, right? That they they own themselves. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, if I could remember correctly, they were people from. I think it was originally people that worked on the Modern Warfare series that created yes, Titanfall. I do believe that, yeah. I, I could be wrong. I'm not sure. unsure about that. But a- anyway, so they developed, they, they made Titanfall 1. And then EA was like, oh, this is a really cool game, guys. Can we buy the licensing for Titanfall? Right? So EA's like, here's a heap of money. Mm-hmm. And... Respawn are like, cool, we'll develop you guys Titanfall 2. And then in development, EA's like, oh, that's a mighty fine game you guys got. It'd be a shame if we can't make money from loot boxes and whatnot. And the guys are like, what the fuck's a loot box? And EA's like, oh, it's this. And basically... It's a real fun game, guys. Put in... EA made that game so bad 
that it basically nobody bought it and it fucking it bankrupt respawn they, they they literally bankrupt them and ea's like oh that's a mighty fine game studio you guys have there it, <laughs> how about we buy it off you guys for a cheap amount <laughs> oh. and so now they are owned by ea <laughs> Because oh. EA fucking bankrupted them because they're shit fucking business practices, and then they're like, "Oh, we're gonna buy you guys." <laughs> yeah, those poor guys. They they haven't learned. Uh, it's uh, Jason West and Vince Sampella. They also they co-founded Infinity Ward because that's what you were thinking about before. Yeah, uh, with uh, Modern Warfare. So basically, the same thing happened. With, yeah, uh, Infinity Ward. Shame on you. They just go, I think that's what happened with Bioware as well. Basically, they bankrupted them mm. and then they bought them. Yeah, and pretty much. Because these big game companies, these um, publishers, they have the amount, they have the money to, to um, lose. <laughs> yeah. Because if, when they, when they um, back a project by a game developer, they're like, oh, here's money make a game but then these companies demand so much more than what how much money that they give which mm. essentially bankrupts the companies and then ea swoops in and buys them up yeah and that's that's pretty pretty unconscionable especially because these big companies they don't really produce anything they just use third-party developers to do this stuff for yeah. them yeah and then what they do with these companies they make them develop smaller games on like a cheaper budget and because they already have this notoriety of making these bigger well-known games it's like oh sweet you know i love the mass effect series i'm gonna buy mass effect andromeda day one oh it's kind of shit oh well they've already got my money now yeah like (laughs) companies companies more like ea and uh active blizzard activision they're more i guess distributors and um producers yeah, so they're basically the Hollywood of the gaming industry. They're the big, mm-hmm. they're the big, um, the big studios, like those ones that really fuck up, like Warner Brothers and, um, I don't know, Disney. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> basically, Disney did the same thing with like Fox. Um, <laughs> actually, interesting thing, I was, uh, I was thinking about the Fox merger the other day, right? Yeah, I was thinking about. And then I was watching, I think it was, it was Broly. I finally watched Broly. And do you know American Dragon Ball franchise for films and stuff is licensed by, was licensed by Fox? Was it? No. So I don't know how that, I'm not sure if the Disney merger contained that. Well, most likely it would have. Because if it did, there's like high hopes that we might actually try and get another go at the live-action Dragon Ball series? Oof, I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah no. I, I feel like it shouldn't be. No. I mean, to be honest, lots of the enemies in Dragon Ball, if they were live-action, would be hideous monsters. Mm. Like, if anything, un- probably like, <laughs> do some sort of like 3D cel-shaded thing, like how well they've done with um, Dragon Ball Fighters, how well that looks. If they did something like that in movie form, yeah, I'd yeah. be on with that. I, I, I just, I, I don't think, um, Dragon Ball is 
franchisable. It, it translates to live action too well. No, definitely not. Yeah, just the way the fights are and whatnot. They're too... Ostentatious. Too out there. Yeah, yeah especially with, like, the, the flying around and laser beams and all that. Yeah. yeah try to trans- or translate that to live action just becomes very wacky. And especially if you're trying to, like, reel in, like, new people that are unfamiliar with it. You try to limit themselves at first, but then they eventually yeah. power up, become stronger, and they just well, go off the rails and people are flying around. The problem there lies in the fact that um, to reel in new people, they'd give it a shit storyline. Mm. And that's what they did with Dragon Ball Evolution. I mean, like, one they could do would be Dragon Ball. Like, that's something I'd watch because it wasn't over the top. Yeah. I mean, if they, like, retold Dragon Ball in some sort of other, like, did Journey the West again. Like yeah, basically. I guess that could work. Hmm. Well, they but, did retell Dragon Ball in some other capacity. It was called Dragon Ball Evolution. <laughs> yeah, we don't. We don't talk about that. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Basically, cool Goku goes to high school, meets Chi Chi, finds out he has Dragon Balls, and then um, has sex with Chi Chi with his Dragon Balls, the butt plug yeah. balls. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and moving back to she brings Goku back using Kamehameha Wave. Yeah, fun times, great movie. Um, please don't ever do that again. Nope. I just want to slap, slap Dragon Ball Evolution. And say no, you don't do that. Yeah, Ironically no, yeah. enough, I watched um, Detective Pikachu. Man, yeah, that movie is fucking phenomenal. Yeah, like I, I can imagine that movie being really good because. They went away from the original like storyline of they they just made their own thing. Yeah, I yes. I guess that could work if they just made their own thing within the Dragon Ball universe. Mm. Yeah. Well, the the thing is, um, Detective Pikachu was a kind of a, a a pioneer into the franchisable aspect of Pokemon movies. Yeah, and now that they've done that, they are going to be moving into the more mainstream stuff. I think. I really yeah. hope they don't. I hope I they continue on with the the uncanny stories the um that don't fit and because what the fuck is the Pokemon canon? Like, is it Ash, the Ash goes to the the league and then loses canon? So is that the story? Because I'm pretty sure Red is a totally different character from Ash. Oh yeah. yeah. In He's every single dumb... Pokemon game you've ever played, it is always a different character. Oh, didn't they do that limited run uh, Pokemon series, which was pretty much a retelling of like the first game, and apparently yeah, it was pretty they... good. No, that was kind of? Yeah, yeah, that was the Pocket Monsters um, uh, origins. Uh, yeah, again, I don't think that like I don't think the Pokemon cartoon with Ash Ketchup, uh, Miss T, and Broccoli um, really <laughs> works too well. If they were to translate that into um. No, they would never. They would never go the way of Ash. I'm just mean they're going to go more mainstream because in Detective Pikachu they didn't have the aspect of Pokemon battles as much. It was more. Mm-hmm. They, it was set in a, a place where Pokemon and humans coincided together and they worked together and stuff. Mm. Yeah, <sighs> yeah. I, I don't know if they could do that because people will be like, "Oh, it's um, it's dog fighting." <laughs> yeah, well, that's sure that's, somebody that's will get upset. They'll be like, yeah. "Shut her down." Let's say nup yeah. to the cup, guys. Nup to the cup, guys. Yeah, so, oh. yeah, go back to Dragon Ball. Yeah. Like, they should do the off-story things. 
if they were to decide to make more movies. So yeah, do you know yeah. what would be what would actually make a great live action movie? Launch's mm. tale. The what? The tale of launch. Launch. No. Yeah. Um I reckon um trunks. Oh yeah. Actually. Well even if they uh even if they remade any of the uh the Dragon Ball uh movies, because those were always non canon, so Yeah. They were kind of yeah. self contained inside themselves. No, so. the, the history yeah, of trunks but, would be but, fucking but, sick. Like they still shouldn't use any of the main characters, I reckon. Yeah. So, like, it's a bit definitely harder with Dragon Ball because, like, all the characters are so grounded in, like, what you know. So to yes, take them out of that, it's like, yeah. hey, Goku's now a, a high school student. It's like, what? Yeah, well, I reckon they could do, like, um, like a History of Trunks Yeah, that movie. History of Trunks That'd is a really good special. Like, History of Trunks is probably one of my favorite specials. Yeah. Um, mm. Like, Future... Gohan with one arm, fucking the whole time travel, the Terminator kind of thing. It's basically Terminator. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it is Trunk Terminator. story is Terminator ladder. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be hilarious Terminator. if they made it and then it does better than uh, Terminator Dark Fate. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be awesome. Trump <laughs> Dark Fate. Yeah. Um, All right, yeah, let's okay, get back so let's go back. These guys. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so subscription models and free-to-play. I was thinking about free-to-play games and basically kind of what really took it to the forefront would have been all those pop cap games, I think. Yeah, I think so as well. Um, yeah. And all those idle clickers these days that you have on your phones that people can just buy and you don't even get anything for it. Like I was playing this game mm. today and you can basically get some gems which just get you more power and that's it. There's nothing yep. else. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm down $100 now. Every now and then I'll download one of those free games and it's like, oh, you got to pay money for more stuff. And I'm like... I'll play it well, because it looks interesting, and I'll be like, "Wait yeah, a minute, this game's terrible." I, I guess it's because like the free base model people. Some people like boot that up every day, and they're used to it. But they're like, "Hey, if I can pay, I get all these other things which I'm not used to." So hey, it's I'm gonna a, give money to this game. It's a weird reward thing that people have with. Uh, it's like a I don't know. It's kind of it would be akin to gambling because you, not that there's a chance element, but at the same time, you're getting a reward for nothing. Just yeah, I'd, I'd rather gamble. <laughs> yeah, well, at least you know I'd your money's going into the speed things. Um, <clears throat> I mean, we've got a lot of different subscription-based uh, gaming companies as well coming out soon. I mean, Stadia is just around the corner. What's that one? Um, Google Stadia. The basically, it's the stream. You you stream a game from the cloud. <clears throat> yeah, but the, mm. those are those are con- like you're getting full games and content and stuff. Like I'm already paying for my Xbox game pass and shit like that and that is the way of the future definitely oh yeah um, it's the netflix of gaming stadia is also the netflix of gaming but there's no install times there's no uh, anything i just don't know how that's going to work here in australia yeah, <laughs> people think that's people think that but wait until steam upgrade their model to a subscription service <laughs> and they will be the guys. <laughs> like, yeah. laughed about that, but um, I'm laughing because I can see them doing it. Yeah, so, I know, yeah. right? You pay like eighty bucks a year, a hundred bucks a year for Steam, and you get everything for free. Yeah, I can absolutely see them doing that. Yeah, people I love. I love how I love how we we talk about paying and then we say for free afterwards. Yeah, because um, yeah, it's it's, it's kind that, of bizarre. Like a lot of a lot of people say, have. you know, especially with Netflix, they're like, oh yeah, you know, you can watch it for free, even though you're paying for a service. Yeah, you know, and yes. and we've been conditioned to say that, and we think it's free, but it's not. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, for it. yeah, yeah, you're right. I mean, 
Um, yeah. EA has a Game Pass as well on Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good luck with that one, guys. Yeah. Um, <sighs> so basically, uh, yeah, yeah, Jedi Jedi Fallen Order as well. Yeah, it's coming out soon, hopefully, I think. I'm going to get Jedi yeah. Fallen Order. It looks sick. Yeah. I'm actually Jedi excited Fall- for that game because it's basically EA's last chance. I remember yes. reading that they were told that it is their last chance. Or yeah, else, before Disney, uh, Disney will, will pull kill the, them. Um, the, the deal they have with uh, EA. <clears throat> Disney should just pull the deal they have with EA. They should just tell me. Yeah, exactly. Fuck. Like, how many times have they fucked up in the past? Like, yeah, it's, it's what the world ever do by now. Like, if I was Mickey Mouse, they have, um, If I remember correctly, EA have a. They're in f- to six years to their 10 year licensing with uh, Star Wars, mm. right? And I'm pretty sure. Um, Disney, like I remember reading that Disney threatened to pull the Star Wars licensing from EA. Mm. And EA's like, oh no, we actually have to make a game. <laughs> <laughs> and and if Disney knows something about ending contracts early and fucking people over, they'll do it. Yeah, exactly. Disney, they'll Disney, be like, oh, you can't do that. We have a contract. And it's like, well, we're going to pay to get that uh, removed because we have all the money in the world. So, and sorry. basically, you know what will happen if they fuck up and then they're like, oh, no, you can't do it. We still got four more years. Disney will be like, fans, turn on them. And the fans will turn on them. We've yeah, exactly. seen it happen before. <laughs> like, the Star Wars fans will turn on them at, at, at the bark of Mickey Mouse. And basically, yeah. EA, it's like, fine, we'll just sink you and then we'll buy you. <laughs> like yeah, pretty much you. like oh, you think you're big dog buying up all those little game companies we're bigger than you ea <laughs> we are to you what a man is to an ant okay <laughs> <laughs> it's true ea just yeah. uh yeah e- ea might be giants among men but Disney are gods and Titan. kings you know <laughs> gods amongst giants <laughs> they really Basically, are yeah well, yeah, because basically, yeah, that's fucked. They could, they could just easily buy EA if they wanted to. I mean, I remember watching. I remember reading the other, like a while ago that <clears throat> Disney Studios went to Blizzard and to talk to them recently. Yeah, and everyone was like, "Oh, is Disney selling to? Is Blizzard going to sell to Disney?" And I'm like, "No, they're not. You know, they're probably just trying to license something." Mm. Oh, we just live in a society where everyone's just too connected. Everyone knows everyone everyone's story and what's going on yeah. frustrating i love when but, like the good deals yeah. were always behind closed doors you know and no one knew about it like this whole pay to win kind of um thing the in model. video games is this yeah uh do you guys remember apb that was pay a pay to win game supposedly Point yeah, point. apparently that was like a wasn't that like a pay only game? Like you had to actually pay to actually play online, and I like it so. tanked because yeah. nobody did it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> APB. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think it was ironically like even though you had to pay to get in, some people found a way to hack to get in so people could play for play for free. But yeah, apparently it wasn't very many. Uh, that Warframe game is a pay to win game. Warframe, I never played that. Eve Online is pay to play, and I remember there was mm. that big thing with uh, Eve Online where people like bankrupt some other players by having this massive war. Well, no, <laughs> people. It's not that people got bankrupt. It's just they. You can actually make a proper living in Eve Online. 
Yeah. yeah. It's a weird it's a weird concept because they've got a completely open market that's run by real world money. And I I love that story about Eve online. <laughs> I just I have respect for that game <laughs> and how it runs because the the game designers made this world you got to be subscribed to them, but they made this world where the the economy is completely free and open. So the economy created itself. People decided what was what was expensive, what wasn't expensive, um, and whatnot. And I I love that kind of economy in games. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. Because yeah, when you open it up and make it complete free not like um so nothing is capped um you can trade with anybody any fucking item so you can trade an item a fucking a level whatever fucking 10,000 item to a fucking level 1 character uh, somebody who's just started and vice versa but <laughs> then you know that mm. they just like you can also trade money and stuff so people just started buying things and it created it. It created its own economy. The people decided how much shit was worth. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, it's kind of strange in that regard because you think like, oh, just make everything free. But probably somebody was like looking at that and being like, hang on, you know, I can charge this yeah. much and I can earn this much. <laughs> and probably somebody else was like, hang on, you know, I can yeah, basically. That, so. And it created its own economy. People are like, well, this item is rarer than this one, so. You can't just trade me that item for this item. You're gonna to have to trade me more items, and then eventually, just it, mm. it, people started spending money in the game and actually trading money yeah, and things like really that. So it, everything started to have a real world value, and mm. <sighs> um, like so, sh- basically, ships and whatnot all had real world value because they cost money to build and items and blah blah blah, whatever. And three hundred, I think it was like three hundred and fifty thousand dollars for that one fucking wall they had. Yes. <laughs> and yes. oh, another thing, people make money from being a broker in that game. There's like, mm. there's an, a a meme in the uh, Eve Online. It's you can only trust broker. This one guy started making money by brokering deals between people. So. It's- I don't basically it's amazing like it's just amazing that they could create that world where you've basically created economy like that's so bizarre yeah it is isn't it yes right yeah (laughs) and this meme with this guy broker okay here's the thing you can't trust anybody in eve online okay because eventually you need if you want to trade something to somebody and um they want to trade with you one of you have to trade first. So yeah. that means you have to trade them your stuff first or they got to trade you their stuff first. And <laughs> people start, people were getting ripped off left, right, and center because, you know, if I was trading with oh, Dylan, yeah, he gave me his shit. of like, oh, well, I don't have to give you anything. Just fuck off. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but Bye. My, my ship's faster than yours, so eat shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but brokers started proper... Popping up, so basically they would be the middleman. They would get a percentage of the um, what was actually selling. So 
if me and Dylan wanted to trade, we would trade through Nico. We would both give him our items, and then Nico would give um, the items to the um, correct parties. And then mm. Nico would actually be paid for his time. And people were making money from that. And they still are today. That's amazing. See, uh, yeah, that's, that's, this confounds me. Yeah. Like people could do that. Yeah. <laughs> and see, really... that's the thing. Diablo 3 was meant to be like that. But then Blizzard are like, nah, no, nah, we don't want that. <laughs> yeah. Blizzard's like, nah, sorry guys, we can't actually go through with this, what we said we were going to do. So you're just going to get this uh, game. Yeah. And by the way, seasonal so you can play the seasonal ranking <laughs> oh fuck yeah. that shit I, I hate that like do you know what one of the worst business practices i think it, it just drives me nuts if i hear if i get a sniff of it right mm-hmm. i will fucking i will boycott a game or a game company so quickly if i get it if i smell it in the air around the video game and that is on disc <sighs> dlc no yes oh, so, no, not day one DLC. I said on disc DLC. So oh, yeah. you get the stuff, right? But you still got to pay extra to unlock it. Uh, yeah, I think the the big game that started that was uh, Marvel vs. Capcom 3, where they had the downloadable characters on the disc, but it was like 90% of the character, so they weren't actually fully playable. But I think that the idea was like you have most of the character on the disc, so when you download them, that's not like the download isn't huge. Yeah. But um, people found a way to like hack the like data miner disc and actually plays the character as is, yeah. and they're pretty much almost functional. So people are getting a big big uproar about that. Oh, yeah. God, it's like well, why well, we have to pay for the for character the when they're already here. That's like buying a meal from McDonald's and you, you get the meal, but then your chips are behind the lock box and then you got to pay extra money to get the key for the chips. <laughs> so we were talking Just about- imagine that, Nico. <laughs> yeah, we were talking about this when you're on the break. Imagine playing Donkey Kong, right? And when you you want to play with an extra monkey, you got to pay extra. Yeah. Or- <laughs> You'd be like, oh, you see that banana up there? You can get Blanky Kong? Yeah, you got to pay for Blanky Kong. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, you want Rambi so you can actually finish the levels? Oh, sorry, four ninety nine. Like, <laughs> fuck off, dickheads. Fuck a stupid asshole. Yeah. <laughs> On this DLC is just the worst fucking thing any company has ever thought of in the existence of games, I reckon. It's yeah. just such a shady fucking thing because <gasps> in my mind, when you buy the disc, that's your, like, you should have everything on that disc available to you. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but then they lock it behind the paid fucking thing. Oh. But these days, these days with these subscription models as well, don't forget you don't own the game. You're just licensing it. Yeah. Um, and especially with the, even with digital downloads, uh, once you buy a digital download, you're still purchasing a license. So let's say Xbox goes through something, right? And you've paid full price for a game. Let's, let's say State of Decay 2. Right, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, sorry, Xbox is no longer stocking this, and it's being taken off the Xbox store. It can mm. be removed from your device, and you're not entitled to a refund because that's the yeah. terms and conditions, right? So that that's yeah, didn't bad. that happen with um, Bethesda storefront when they launched seventy uh, six? They took all their games off Steam, and it's like, oh, sorry, you can only play them on um, you can only play them on our platform now. Sorry, yeah, pretty much. Um, 
Possibly, but I don't. Um, because see, here's the thing about Steam games: you own those, you're not licensing them. I think. Mm. So, because I know there's a but, I know that um, EA tried to do that, but um, you can't get like Dead Space and stuff anymore. But I still have Dead Space in my library. Ah, uh, okay, yeah. Uh, well, yeah. I, well, I guess if it's already installed, then there's not much they can do. Yeah. And so unless they go into hack into my computer and uninstall the fucking <laughs> game, like, yeah, there's nothing they could really do about that. Yeah, because no fuck them. <laughs> mm. But so, um, yeah. So with Steam games, I'm, I think as long as you have them installed and you have them, they're yours. Yep. And makes sense. Yeah, I don't think, but I think I see if. Steam ever go into a subscription based thing, right? They will, um, and in the, undoubtedly do that where you'll only be licensing the games, yes, exactly. Yeah, and um, yeah, yeah, because right. as soon as Steam get into that fucking market, right, just EA and whatnot, those companies will just be like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have to start selling physical copies again, guys. It's all over. Yeah. Well, you know the <coughs> one company that is actually doing it, I think, really well is Humble Bundle. Yes. Mm. Humble Bundle. Yeah, absolutely. They um they do a pretty cool thing, the Humble Monthly Bundle, where you pay, it's like 20 bucks a month or something, and then you get a yeah, bunch of I- shit. I think it's like you can pay like five bucks for like a certain amount of games, but it's like, hey, you can pay this much more for like all these other games. Yeah. And the thing is, with on average, when people are offering you something at the pick your own price, people actually give more than yeah. they usually would. Yeah. yeah. And well, uh, so the scrip- subscription to the monthly bundle is $12 a month, all right? Hmm. But you get these games, okay? So um, supposedly you get them, whatever. Um, the thing is that. You- with Humble Bundle, you can either send the developers the money, the Humble Bundle money, or a charity the money, or split it between however you like, which I reckon is good, mm. which yeah, is so- an amazing um thing. So they're doing it pretty fucking well. Like in November, there was a fucking bunch of awesome, awesome games. October even. Yeah. Oh, crap. There's some really fucking dope games. And they definitely do uh, events for like charity, like... Yeah. When um when games done quick goes on, they do um like whatever games are being played during that event. It's like, oh, here's the games that are being played during the event, and you can buy them, and all the benefits go to charity. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. If they they did that like at Woolies or something with the milk, it's like you can choose where your money goes. So, really? Huh. That'd be cool if they did <laughs> I that. Know. Yeah, because like you know, because like the two dollar milks kind of ripping the farmers off. Um, yeah. All of it to go to the farmers. Woolies. No one would ever choose the money to go to Woolies, so they would never do no. that. <laughs> Not at all. Yeah. Um, okay, so basically that's it in a nutshell. EA and Blizzard suck. Um, EA Blizzard. Well, it's yep. Activision Blizzard. Um, Bethesda, especially Bethesda. <laughs> fuck them to like hell. Yep. The the end of the day. If you enjoyed Diablo three, you might want to buy Diablo four. But if not. Just buy something else. Yeah, well, buy an indie well, game. It's cheaper. Yeah, truth be told, if you like those video games, go play them. Like nothing I can say, Nico or Dylan can say, 
will ever change your mind and wanting to play those games. It's just no. it's not going to happen. But in saying that, nothing's going to really change my mind into wanting to play another Blizzard game ever. Like, mm-hmm. I saw the Blizzard Diablo 4 trailer. I think it looked cool, of course, because it's a fucking cinematic trailer from Blizzard. It's yeah, exactly. It's going to look really fucking good, <laughs> but I'm not going to play Diablo 4. 4. I'm just, I'm just nope. not. No, and um, at the same time, as Carl said, he's never going to be able to change your mind, but these companies are never going to change until we do. Yeah. Exactly. Um, until we can stand up and say... I mean, look what happened to Star Wars. Like, one of their movies tanked, and they're like, whoa, whoa, hang on a second. We've got we to gotta reevaluate a whole entire business model here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then if you keep pissing off your fan base by doing shit like Bethesda has been doing, eventually somebody's going to make a game that fills that market for your fan base, like Outer Worlds. Yeah, and people are just going to not play your games oh. anymore. Like, if Bethesda ever release another Fallout game, is it going to actually make ripples anymore? I don't think so. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, I think like probably twenty percent of the initial audience will probably buy it. But yeah, but aside from that, yeah, like the initial audience will be like, "Nah, we're good with our Outer Worlds. We'll wait for Outer Worlds too." Because yeah. I've always I've always said that fandom is always the the blindest market in the world because people will buy shit yeah. no matter what. I mean, fucking Sonic survived for so many years just on that, and their games were trash. And during that time, we got like two good games out of like twelve. So yeah, <laughs> but let's yeah. be honest, Sonic is total. Sonic has legacy. That's the difference between yeah, Bethesda and uh, Sonic now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and right. um. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think that's that's pretty much us for today. Hmm. That, that is us. We did stuff. Us. We did stuff. Yeah. Um, I might play a bit of Outer Worlds today, actually tonight, and be like, mm. "Whoa, it's cool." <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, this was Dem Fancy Dinosaurs. Don't forget to check us us out on Twitter at www.twitter.com forward slash Dem Fancy, or our website demfancydinosaurs.com. Yep. All the other socials. <laughs> yeah, we're on other socials. Yeah. Also, buy stuff from our website. Yeah, we have a merch store and there's a Black Friday special coming along. Did you want to look cool? Yeah, you do. Buy a shirt, mm-hmm. you dweeb. Yeah. You're nice and shirtless right now? Let's fix that. Yeah. yeah. If you don't own a shirt or your shirt has like ketchup stains or soy sauce stains or some other stain that you don't want to mention, just buy a new shirt, dummy. Yeah, you don't shirt. need to wash. You're yeah. already collecting Jurassic Park shirts. It's the next best thing. Yeah. Yep. Basically, if you if you go into a job interview and someone says to you, "Hey, that's a really cool shirt," and you say, "Yeah, it's a podcast," and it's like, "Hey, I love podcasts, man. You're hired. That's exactly. How go. That's how yeah. to go. It's called a your hired shirt." That <laughs> 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 okay. shirt, dummy. Yeah. So thanks so much for listening. Uh, thanks from me. Thank you for me as well. Well, thank, me thank, well. thank thanks to me. Oh, thank yeah. from me. Thanks to me. Okay, thanks, Jim. Yes, because I did it myself. <laughs> <laughs> I did right. it, guys. See you later, everyone. Really, I did it. All right, bye. Kiss, kiss. Bye. 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 Is that it? Are we done? We're done.
Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs>